So Philippians chapter 2, verse 12. Let's begin reading there. And therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. Do all things without complaining and disputing, and that you may become blameless and harmless, children of God, without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast the word of life, so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain or labored in vain. Yes, and if I am being poured out as a drink offering on the sacrifice and service of your faith, I am glad and rejoice with you all, for the same reason, you also be glad and rejoice with me. And we'll stop there. <clears throat> um, actually, he, he covers quite a bit of ground. There's three three uh, uh, paragraphs in that section, so he does kind of uh, cover some uh, um, significant um, topics. Therefore, my brethren, verse 12, Therefore, my brethren, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. It's 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 a it's a passage of scripture that gets quoted quite a bit. Working mm -hmm. out our own salvation with mm -hmm. fear and trembling, which comes out in, in a lot of different um, understandings. So when we work something out on our own, you might say that uh, what we're doing is is a sign of maturity. Sure. Yeah. So the question is: Is Paul under, is Paul trying to? to uh, make a point about how uh, the connection a person has with God should be ongoing for their maturity, or is he giving them license to connect with God and not necessarily lean on other Christians? I think it might be kind of a combination of both. Yeah, probably, yeah. So when we work out something ourselves, first of all, it's it's not it's it's not just work out, but work it out with fear and trembling. So in other words, the recognition of the reverential connection to God is a requirement, and I think it might be where a lot of Christians struggle and stumble, is that when we when we rely on our own understanding. Using that, or using the excuse to work out our own salvation um, with fear and trembling, doesn't necessarily get to be a part of that. Right. What I mean is, is my salvation is between me and Christ. Nobody else. Exactly. I, I can't access. I can't access somebody else's grace uh -huh. or somebody else's um, connection to God. And, and substitute it for myself. I have to have my salvation between me and Jesus. Right. Now, it it would be like um, the support necessary to keep something aloft will always be there, but that object and its upper connections is what's vital. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm meandering there. <laughs> um, so, in other words... We learn from, so, okay, here's, here's a perfect example, okay? We learn a lot of our understanding from Paul. Yes. Okay? 
Paul wrote this. Yes. He wrote he wrote all these epistles. Mm -hmm. He wrote the majority of the New Testament. Okay, so we get great teaching from Paul. Mm -hmm. But Paul inevitably points to Jesus. Always, yeah. So Paul is not our salvation. Mm -hmm. It's always Jesus. So our connection to God will always have to be between us and God. Right. Always, it's always Jesus and me, not Jesus and you and me, or Jesus and, and uh, Tom and me. It's just me and Jesus. Right. Now, I get a lot of external support from you. I get stuff from Tom. Yeah. I get stuff from Paul. Absolutely. They all they all help us to point ourselves. These all these different things help us to point ourselves in the right direction. But you know. <clears throat> My mechanic is good at supporting my vehicle's welfare, but it is up to me whether or not to drive it and to and to actually have it be taken care of. Uh-huh, sure. So in a in a way, all that we are being taught is from God, but it's done through a man or a woman to promote our relationship with him. And, uh -huh. and I believe that's what fear and trembling is, is, is the, the reverential realization that my salvation is between me and God. Mm -hmm. And I have to approach it as such. I can get all kinds of support to help in that capacity. Right. But ultimately, it's between me and God. Yeah. Your pastor can't do it for you. No. He, he can help me. Yep. But it comes down to whether or not... And <clears throat> unfortunately... There's a whole lot of folks who are kind of playing that that mm -hmm. um, I got salvation because they know the words to say. Exactly. Yeah. And you know when somebody calls me on the phone and says says um, I'm calling you about your vehicle's warranty. Yeah. You know I I can either hang up or play with them or whatever. <laughs> what is whatever. My favorite one is is is. Um, so which one? Is it the Rolls Royce or is it the yeah, Mercedes or which yeah. one is it? You know. Oh. But anyway, that's that's a scam <laughs> and it's obviously a scam. And you know, I don't have any warranty in my vehicle. If my vehicle breaks down, I just have to come up with a lot of money. Yeah. So there's there's that where it's obvious, but there are a lot of folks who are that are scammers that are past the the vehicle warrant. They're on to other and bigger things. Right. They know the right words to say, the right things to do, the right actions to take to get somebody convinced of something and scam them. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of Christians who are saying the right things and doing the right things and, and going through the right process and doing everything that makes them look good, but their relationship with God is almost non-existent if yeah. it's there at all. Yeah. It's because they know the right things to say. I can I can teach till I'm blue in the face to to some individuals and they will never get it. And the right. reason they won't get it is because they're just doing that. Exactly. They got a there's the fear and trembling, the reverential um, understanding of what it means to have a relationship with God is not in their life. Yes. Yes. That's something they just they're just not getting. Yeah. And so their life will suffer. Whether or not they have enough of a relationship with God to even make it into heaven, I don't know. I, I would never make that judgment sure. call. Yeah. But there is a reality where many times that reverential understanding of how important and how uh, excited they should be, um, all those things that come into play 
when we have that genuine relationship with Jesus, it, it's just not happening in their yeah. lives. And and you can you can you can see it sometimes because they struggle in a lot of areas. Um, it doesn't mean struggling means that you're you're not a Christian. Right? I don't I don't mean right. that at all. We've right. been studying in Job, and obviously yeah. <laughs> he was, God called him a great man of God, you know, a great servant and a, a, a pious, righteous man, and yet he went through hell on earth. So yeah. uh, obviously that's not necessarily. We know people who are going through very difficult times, and their relationship with God is very on track. Mm-hmm. So that's not a guarantee, but many times some of the suffering that we deal with, and I don't mean suffering physically, yeah, but suffering and not understanding and not getting it, the commitment is low level. Right, right. And our Good, commitment yeah. to God has to increase to a place where it's, it's prioritized and we see that, that uh, fear and trembling is... Because there are times, and I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I don't mean to, to, I don't want to sound like I'm bragging on myself. I don't really have a lot to brag about. Yeah. But there are times when I'm just blown away by the goodness of God. Oh, yeah. So, you know, sometimes in worship, when I know the presence of God is surrounding me, I'll just start weeping. And I don't, I can't even tell you why. Uh-huh. It's just that presence. These are, these are indi- indicative of a life that's going after God through fear and trembling, through that reverential understanding. Yeah, absolutely. I don't have a relationship with just some guy who's really cool. I have a relationship with the guy who built stars. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Oh, and yes. if, you can, if you can imagine the most amazing thing in existence, that was his idea. Uh-huh. You know, one of the things that always blows me away is when I look at these uh, clouds. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you call them? Orc clouds. Oh yeah. You know, like the like the um, and the nebulas, like the horsehead nebula. Oh right, nebula. yeah. They're, they're, they're just they're just filled with color. I know. Out in the middle of space uh-huh. is this bright cloud thing, mm-hmm. and you're like, wow, you know. Or the the rings around Saturn. That's the sure. one that always gets me every mm-hmm. time. I'm like. You know, that's, that's a pretty precise looking from this angle. <laughs> so understanding that guy. Yeah. That uh, that um, carpenter, that that creator, that maker. That's the guy that I approach with fear and trembling, mm-hmm. recognizing mm-hmm. that his relationship with me. It's just ours. Right. I don't absolutely. know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who knows him. Right. I know him. Yeah. Not, not like... like you know, I can call him up once in a while and say, hey, man, how's it going? You know, but this is the guy that greets me when I wake up in the morning. Yeah. This is the guy who hangs out with me by his choice. Uh-huh. You know. It's his desire his... to hang out with us, to to walk with us, to know us as we, I mean, he already knows us because he knew us before the womb, but to have that relationship of that hanging out sort of a feel. Right. Or in awe of, or however, just to have and, that relationship. And it's it's amazing when it becomes a priority in our life. It becomes more and more amazing. Yeah. Every time he speaks to us, every time he shows us something, every time he opens up the word to us, every time we see his, and we see much, 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 much more of him when we are earnestly seeking him. Yeah. When we are wanting the Holy Spirit in our life, we, you start to see stuff. Right. Stuff that 
don't it doesn't really have an explanation mm -hmm. you know when when the finances show up and you're like well wait a minute there was no there yeah. what where did mm -hmm. that come from exactly you know oh yeah open your wallet there's a 20 dollar bill and then you're like and you can't remember where that came from right oh it happens all the time and that's it just really the does. financial but even more is the relational and the connection to people the joy i think i think one of the the things one of the great evidences of the holy spirit in my life is the joy that i get in communication with brothers and sisters oh uh, yeah. ours for one thing uh-huh you know yeah. when you and i start to talk about oh, god yeah. love those conversations and the birds are yes, chirping they're happy <clears throat> when those things for those of you if you are listening <laughs> if yeah. you are listening obviously you're listening um if you're listening this is an open mic in our kitchen so we don't we don't have a studio so there are things like birds and a clock that goes off with bird clocks and, and, and uh, yeah texts going texts off on going phones. off the no, cars driving by yeah outside. no problems no worries the coffee goes off one yeah time. every every yeah. hour every yeah. hour we have a bird and then we got this coffee pot right here that just decides it wants to makes, grumble and make it, all it, sorts it, of noises. Uh, it takes a deep breath every now and yeah <laughs> exactly it's really funny so anyway so yeah this is an open mic and we just we're just enjoying our study with the word <laughs> after prayer and and um uh, breakfast yeah so there are there are things that we do in our life that increase our connection to god and i would say one of the greatest things we can do is learn that reverence learn to approach our connection to him with fear and trembling and I and, and I when I say fear now let me look up the word fear here because a lot of people will say well there's no fear in God God yeah. is perfect love and there's no fear in right. perfect love um, let me look this up okay so the word fear in this case um, is it, it it has two meanings the typical meaning of fear which is to is terror or dread uh -huh. but in this case it actually means reverence for one's husband oh and we are the bride of christ right how clearer oh, can that be that's awesome <laughs> so fear and trembling and the word trembling here um is trembling or quaking with fear <laughs> in this case the fear of reverence uh, so essentially approaching god with the reverence for his station for mm -hmm. who he is mm -hmm. you know uh, you, you don't walk up I, I mean there are many men and women in in the world right now that you would never walk up to casually yeah even if there's somebody you like like i am not on board with our president but i would never walk up to him say, hey joe what's happening man give me five <laughs> I, I would never do that he's right. still the president there's a reverence to his yeah. position mm -hmm. yeah well even more so for god is our reverence i probably spoke the mic there <laughs> slap Clapping my hands together right in front of it. There's even more reverence to recognize this is God. Mm -hmm. yeah. he's, he's not just some Joe buddy that you had in school, you know, or or the guy down the street that you hang out with, or uh -huh. or your barbecue buddies, or your your church buddies, or your right. you know, even your family. This is God. And if if we approach God with reverence, first of all, God is very casual because He loves us. Yeah. 
he can get as casual with us as he wants to, but we should be very careful when we get casual with him. Uh-huh. That's a good point. So, you know, understanding that even though he's with me all the time, and I tell people when they're concerned about God's presence, it's like, okay, he's with you when you're using the toilet. I know that sounds crass, but there is a reality where he's with us all the time. Sure. Well, you, could, you couldn't say he's everywhere if you didn't have that. Exactly. Exactly. And God is everywhere. He has that He has that ability that we don't understand, but well, we know it's true. Some people could die on the pod if, if nobody <laughs> else was around to help them. You, you can't leave him out. <laughs> Thank you. For your input, Tom. <laughs> but he's right. You are, you are you're absolutely right. That would be that would be um, that would that would be uh, something. You go to the toilet, and the next thing you know, you're walking through the pearly gates, and you're looking around, and you're thinking, and you can't find um, the toilet. What, what what did I miss here? <laughs> oh my goodness! Saint Peter looks at you like, oh yeah. Uh, come on in. <clears throat> Pull your britches up. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I saw that at night. I don't even, I wouldn't know whether I have a britches on or not. <laughs> Standing in front of the pearly gate. I'm pretty sure that that oh, part of us would be taken That's hilarious. Care of. <laughs> yeah. People can talk like they're brave, but there are times, I imagine in everybody's life, depending on where they are, they don't believe they got everything under control. Uh-huh. You don't even know where you're going. How are you going to lead anybody else? Yeah, yeah. Right. you're right. Yeah. We need all God of a so bad. You see a lot of people walking around and everything, you assume they're Americans, but when you get up close, you can tell they're not. They're yeah. whoever. So now you got to turn around without them knowing it and go to where you, your own people are, yeah. <laughs> if you can make it. Yeah. Well, there's there is a uh, there's a place in our life where we we have to put God in in um, charge in in because I don't know about anybody else. Uh, you know, I've I've tried to be in charge a good portion of my life, and and I inevitably I screw it up. <laughs> I need God. Yeah. yeah. But if somewhere in here or in here you, you can feel you're on the right path. Yeah. Yeah. And Definitely. If you're not. Well, if you don't feel you're, you're on the right path, you're not. It's about well, right. And you know, that's, yeah. that's true, Tom. There's a lot of folks in the world who, who struggle with their day-to-day -day and they don't understand. And, and you can often tell them time and time again, it's because you need to know Jesus. Mm -hmm. And and there's a struggle accepting that because Jesus is supernatural. It's not, Jesus mm -hmm. isn't something that, it's like, okay, I meet a guy named Jesus and I need a Jesus, so he's my guy. Mm -hmm. Well, it's not you don't see him. You feel him. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't feel like I've, quote, got it all together, but I don't have to. I'm well, at you, peace you, with that. If you actually saw him, you, you couldn't tell anything until you woke up. It would it, <laughs> it would be a phenomenal thing. So. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Uh, so, we'll finish off right there. That's verse verse 12 there. Yeah. There is a, There's an understanding of what it means to to know Jesus and have our salvation worked out with fear and trembling. Our salvation that we're given to from God um, has to connect us to him, not through other people. That's right. And, yeah. that, and I believe that, that understanding the importance, the value, and certainly the reverential nature 
we need to have towards God is what builds our salvation. Because our salvation is both instantaneous and lifelong. Yeah. So we're saved the moment we accept Christ as our Lord and Savior and ask him to wash our sins away. We're saved or sanctified, as the scripture calls it too, which means set aside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then we spend the rest of our lives growing. And if we don't grow, there's a very simple, very simple thing to understand when it comes to growth uh, in the kingdom and in our lives as Christians. Uh, and we parallel it in our lives uh, uh, as in the flesh. If we don't grow, if we're not growing in the flesh in some fashion, that means we're dead. Mm-hmm. It's the only time that our body does not continue to grow is after we're dead. And they say that even after we're dead, sometimes hair will continue. Right. I don't know how true that is. But it's the same reality in the spiritual. If we're not growing with Christ, we're dying. Mm-hmm. That's so really we something to think have about. To, we have to grow there is no, and, and you know, we're always, we're called to be like God. It actually, Bible actually says to be like God, which means to be holy and, and righteous. We take on the holy holiness and righteousness of Christ as Christians, but then we work to have that as part of our life. Not holy in myself, but to be more like the Christ who makes me holy. And if you got all that figured out, you're probably not talking about the same God I am. But there is a reality where we are given a book full of instructions. I love it. Basic instructions before leaving earth uh-huh. or Bible. Yeah. Okay. It, there, these instructions guide us and help us, encourage us and lead us mm-hmm. into all truth. And if mm-hmm. we're, and that's why we preach all the time. That's why we teach all, all the time. Read your Bible. Read your Bible. Read your Bible. You, I don't care what anybody says. If anybody says you're spending too much time in the Bible, they're full of garbage, and you need to cast a demon out of them because that's not true. Right. They don't know what you're talking about. They, they exactly. Don't. They don't know what they're talking yeah. about. We need to read our Bible all the time. Yeah. The Bible's the foundation. But the Word of God is supposed to lead us to God, not to just understanding what Scripture is saying. Right. So he, the Bible, the Word, leads us into truth, which is one of the many names of the Holy Spirit, which is the mouthpiece of God, I guess is, is one way to yeah. put it. So we meet God, we, 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 we get to know Jesus better, we understand things better, and then miraculous things begin to happen in our lives. We see things, we understand, but it all starts with, and, and that, it, it all starts with salvation, but it's interesting because working out our own salvation with fear and trembling, that's exactly what that is. Yeah. Working out that salvation continuing to to get to know God through his word and through conversation with him absolutely so, and we always we always say there's three keys to success in the kingdom that is to pray talk to God read his word which is to hear from God and to worship him because he deserves it and it yeah. draws him closer absolutely so very good amen mm-hmm. good stuff yeah